Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games in the Game Pass Collection. Bring you three unique perspectives ring skill range. I am the chosen one of this episode, Andrew. With me, the one who thinks the best route through an asteroid field is a straight line, Keith. Hello. And the one who never has a good time in zero G, Liz. Hey guys. And this week, I picked the game. Uh, I wanted to mix up the genres a little bit because uh, we have not done this type of game. Uh, so I decided that we check out Chorus. Chorus is brought to you by Deep Silver Fish Labs. Chorus is a third-person space sci-fi shooter where you are taking control of Nara, who is brainwashed when she was younger from a extreme fanatic cult and end up murdering an entire planet. But of course, she finally realized the wrongdoing she's doing and uh, is trying to fight back and take down the cult that brainwashed her. But going around, Liz, was this a gamer pass for you? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I wanted to know. You seem, you seem flip-floppy this week. I was very flip-floppy. Uh, Gameplay-wise, this is way better than I thought it was going to be. You know, I hate being in space. And yep. then you combine shooting. and But the story, I was originally, you know, surprised and, you know, on board with it. I think they went about it the wrong way. Uh, and so the story-wise... It's, I'm going to give it a game overall, but I think they messed up the story. What about you, Keith? Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of didn't know what to expect because I didn't quite know. I know you said, like, oh, we haven't played one of these, and I told tell it was space, whatever. But I thought there was some out-of-ship combat, some in-ship combat, blah, blah, blah. All I'd say is I was pleasantly surprised. Um. I, I found myself really, really enjoying this a lot more than I thought I was going to. And I'm kind of bummed I didn't get to finish it. Yeah, okay. I was really surprised how far you got. I like I was like I was really curious how both of you guys would enjoy this game. Because I love space shooters. It's it's kind of a I kind of feel like it's a dying genre, you know, but there's like there's always been such great classic games, you know. Star Wars TIE Fighter, you know, classic Rogue Squadron, Nintendo 64, Star Lancer on the Dreamcast, uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Knight Fighter, which was, I think was on the original Xbox. But, like, there's not a ton of these kind of, like, space sci-fi shooter games, but I love them so much. So when I saw this, I, I saw a lot of people saying that this game was a lot of fun. So I decided to check it out. And yeah, this is a, a game for me. I think Chorus is a lot of fun. There's, I think it has a very slow beginning. But every time this game introduces a new ability, I was like, oh, okay, this is awesome. And I, it, it instantly, I just get more excited. And then, you know, I'd start to get a little, okay, this is a little repetitive. Then a new ability gets introduced, and I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, this is a, this is a fun game. But, uh, yeah, so the story, of course, as I said, you are taking control of this character named Nara, who originally was a, in this cult. And she ended up opening a rift that ended up consuming a planet and killing billions of people. She ended up turning against the cult and abandoning her friends and essentially her home. And she's now in hiding, working as a scavenger. But the cult, being a cult, is spreading throughout the galaxy and eventually find their way to the system that she's been hiding in. And she realizes that there's no way to hide from the cult and that, you know, if she ever wants to live, she needs to take down the cult. So she... uh, recruits her trusty talking spaceship and takes to the skies and starts blowing up the cultists. But, uh, so Liz, you had some issues with the story. Yes. First things first, I didn't like when they revealed that 
Nara killed billions of people because I, I think it was too soon. They did it right at the beginning. Oh, you would have liked then, it as a, like a midway but, bomb. But yes, because, oh, actually, <laughs> because yeah, be they cool. said that like most people didn't know that her ship was a cultist ship. There was so many things they could have done. And so you have this character who <clears throat> killed billions of people. And to put that in perspective, like when it comes to cults, like, there are plenty of people who are born and raised into cults, and they're told to do bad things that aren't murder, and they don't do them, and they leave. I don't want to hear that, oh, she was, you know, raised in the cult. That's not an excuse. But you look at, like, Marilyn Manson, not Marilyn Manson, you look at Charles Manson. <laughs> His followers killed uh, a pregnant woman and, like, I think six other people, and it shocked the world. It like people could not believe that they somebody could do something like that, especially to like a pregnant woman. Billions, like that's why I don't think like the people that that created. I think they billions is too big of a number for them to understand the impact that that would have, because I don't think, I just don't don't think that it like it came across that way. And so for me, like if, and also she was just brooding and moping. Listen, you deserve that. I don't. I don't deserve to hear you like complaining. Oh, what was me? No, this is your issue, not mine. And same with like, I know Andrew, you didn't see this, but Lisa I therapist immediately here. you would be a terrible therapist. I don't want to hear your problems, man. I would be great in criminal justice because she would not be flying free. I tell you what. But anyways, so Andrew, you never saw Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It no. reminded me of a character Angel. Wait, Keith, do you see Buffy? No, I'm aware of it. Oh, Where yeah. the cultural Angel, phenomenon that is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. All he did was like brood and mope and I was over it. This woman, like, I just, I don't feel bad for her. And so that's why I think that they should have done it uh, midway or later in the game. Like, actually make me like this person and then do it. Because going into it, like, I just, like, I mean, you all know that I get feisty when it comes to justice. No. And so, <laughs> for me. <laughs> Nobody can tell that right now. I can't muster, like, the sympathy or empathy, whatever it is, um, for this person when you just, oh, they killed billions of people. It's like, oh, you know, like, Hitler killed X, I forget the exact number or whatever, or amount of. Over 5 million? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, but he did something good. You know, it's like, no, I I already learned about Hitler. I can't go back. So for me, <laughs> this is just like, I know that like this is a character flaw of mine. Not like a personal flaw. I'm not a character. But um, <laughs> I know that I'm flawed. But it really irritated me to the point where I hated this woman. I was like, I don't want to see your face. <laughs> but I know that like you guys probably feel different. So I I wanted to touch on something you said, though, because... You, you talked about Buffy the oh, Vampire geez. Slayer, and you described his character Angel, <laughs> and then you just completely blew past yeah. the fact that Angel had his own show, and you refer- did he not? Like, wasn't the show Angel a spinoff of Buffy the he, Vampire Slayer as Angel? He did, he did, but you learn about his past and everything on Buffy. I mean, I'm sure okay. they did on Angel, too. See, I, see that's where but, I, I, mean, that's like where I you, don't know. I just had, yeah, I, I they wasn't go sure. more into detail. And you're not going to watch Angel if you haven't watched Buffy because obviously Angel wasn't as good. So for me, it's like whoever watched Angel has watched Buffy. And if you if that's not the case, please tell me because that that's that blows my mind. Well, you're not going to be playing Chorves or Chorus, but I'm going to call it Chorves if Nara didn't kill billions of people. <laughs> I like it spelled Chorves. Um, but so, but really though, like on a serious level. I can see where you're coming from, and I, 
I don't know. There's definitely something weird about her. I think as a whole, where the game's biggest flaw is, is the writing of the dialogue. It's not even necessarily the story. Not that I was all into the story. I, I largely, I followed it, but wasn't, wasn't my highlight. Um, but it, it was the dialogue. It was, it was the writing of, I mentioned it to Andrew when I was starting out. There's this, this point where one of your, your friends is like off in danger somewhere and everyone's like in a panic. And, you know, we, we always joke in video games that the world is burning down somewhere, but I'm going to go and collect 10 apples or something. And, and it's a little bit of that, but at the same time, it's like, oh my yeah. God, she's in danger. We need to get out there. And you just go, oh no. And like, that's all your character says. It's just something so flat, dry, like no urgency behind it. And it just felt like, I don't know. The writing was so poor um, that I just, I didn't really care what anybody was saying so much. I liked the cutscenes and I liked what they were trying to build with the overall story. But I thought, all of the characters just about were very flat and boring. I thought the most interesting character in the whole entire game was the AI Forza. Um, everyone else was kind of yeah. like, they just all stunk. Is Forza forsaken? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone online is like, that's the best character in the game. Yeah. yeah and like you said, he, I mean, he definitely was. She, your, your main character in Nara. Yeah. She's fighting back against the cult. She's doing this, but she kind of sucked. Like she wasn't a good person. Um, Forza, I mean, he did bad things too, but Forza was still more of a product, a machine, a weapon who was used for these terrible things. Um, and it's also Which how he's I built. understand that. Yeah, like I don't understand like how much of him has feeling because he obviously felt betrayed when she abandoned the ship. And I mean, she tried to lie and say that she was going to come back, but then she finally admitted, like, "No, I wasn't going to come back for you." <laughs> um, so yeah, she's for me, it's just like too. I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, I see. I try. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm trying not to get sassy about her. I'm, but, but but she learns that she that what she was doing was wrong. So. Okay, it so. took 8 billion people for her to realize what she was doing is wrong. Or no, it's not, wait. It took billions of lives for her to figure out that she was doing something wrong. But you also do learn that the cult is essentially trying to destroy the universe. So even though she killed billions of people, she's trying to save the universe. So in the end, though, she is saving more than she killed. But you are kind of learning of like... There is another evil force out there that literally feeds and controls off of everything that humanity suppresses. So it exemplifies. I sure hope you're going to end up with spoilers there, Andrew. No, because this, this really is. I'm just much saying, of a you're cause... always on Liz about spoilers. Thank you, Here Keith. you are, I appreciate that. talking about, well, here's what really ends up happening, and this is why. But I, it's not a spoiler. It's just something they tell you at the last, you know, uh, 10 minutes of the okay, game. Okay, fine. But I don't, I don't think she was forced, though, because I, I, she said that she hesitated, right? I don't think so. I don't think, I no. Or, I, didn't, I mean, I, I don't remember that thought she said that at the beginning. I could be wrong. But I don't think so. I but think she it was wasn't more forced, she though, right? did it and then realized what she had done and was like, oh, like almost like she snapped like, with it. Yeah. And and you're right. You know, it doesn't justify her bad actions, but it. I do think that it's a cult. There's some brainwashing involved, and 
it, it it's it's not okay. But I mean, I don't know. I think she's doing. She still can. Yeah. You can. I guess my thing is, is she can still do good things despite the bad thing that she did. It doesn't make up for it. It yeah. doesn't make it okay. It doesn't necessarily even make her a good person. But you are absolutely able to do good things and make the make better. After being wrong. But what about after this, though? What about after? Is she going to have kids and go on vacation? Like, no. She should just be... <laughs> taking them to Disney no World. No vacation only... time for you. Yeah, no, no. She should not. Like, it's And for me, that's why Like, I felt like the, the ending was going to go in two ways. One, which is the way that should have gone... If for like what I'd be like a happier ending is if she sacrificed herself to save the world and then good riddance to her. Spoiler alert now. I don't know the ending. Oh, or okay. I figured the other way is going to go. It was like a cookie cutter like, oh, let's forgive her. And it's just like, no, no. If somebody told me that they murdered a billion people, two billion, whatever the amount on the planet, no, I wouldn't want to be friends with them. And I think that like this is just very like – I, d- I just don't get it. So, Once you find out, what, would you be friends with someone if you found out they killed? Probably not. <laughs> what so if I it was only millions? Like... <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be friends with somebody if I learned that they f- had fun kicking cats. Like, I'm not going to be friends with that person either. There's certain well, that boundaries that I have. What if, what if someone was like, I kicked cats, but I feel totally bad about it, and I'm going to open an animal shelter? That's different. Because I yeah, because they they're asking for forgiveness. No, because the cat's not dead. Okay, and also they can give that cat the best life. So if they ever. said they killed a couple cats, but they would now want to open an animal shelter. No, I shelter. wouldn't. No, a couple, more than one. No, they they didn't stop after the first one. No, no. I I mean I the one cat and it was like ten years ago and they they, they open animal shelters and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I when it comes to crime and doing bad things to people like human traffickers, I have zero, zero forgiveness. Hear for that. me out. Hear me out. Let's take out the billions. Okay. I was wondering if you're going to defend human trafficking. <laughs> no, not human trafficking. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask about human trafficking. She destroyed one planet. She saved potentially millions of other planets. Yeah. So, but like I said, if you, you kick one you cat and then cats. you open up 10 animal shelters. Okay, we're okay. No. You kill one planet, you save millions of others. No, eh? no, eh? because the cat's not dead. It's all about the cat not being you dead. You said kill one cat and 10 years ago and open a bunch of animal shelters. I said good. I would think about it, but I'm <laughs> talking, but you're talking billions of people. I, no, you're no, the, I'm not talking about billions of people. I'm talking about one planet. No, you said a planet, one yeah, planet. which is one filled planet. with billions of people. And there's billions if of people just, in all those other millions of planets. But it doesn't. It doesn't negate the the billions. What if that planet was like really known for being racist? Oh, that's a good point. What if like they, were, they were just really... known as like the really racist planet? But you know, where do you stop? Where do you stop <laughs> killing people for their beliefs? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know so what I mean? Like you you say like ah, oh, they're they're racist. Let's kill them. And it's just like well, oh, you know what? They don't like, like butter on their toast. If, they like jam. We I need to saying, get rid of them. What if like it was where just does it known stop? To be a really crappy place. Like what if like, they like pineapple really on pizza? Actually, I like pineapple on pizza. But still, yeah, what if they just did some really horrible things on that? But what if they were human traffickers? What if it was a planet that was full of cat killers? By the way, I brought up human traffickers because I'm saying across the board there's certain crimes and I'm just like, no, you're done. There's not, there's, there's nothing going on in that heart of yours. Um, this planet was known for killing cats. The entire <laughs> planet was just known for killing cats. What about that? 
<laughs> we kill cows on you know what I mean like we it was cows what we eat cows a I'm sure there's it. somebody who's eating a cat well, well yeah. sure there are, <laughs> I mean that, but the, the, that's there are like pet chickens there are pet cows eating bats <laughs> no, or something right there people there are people true. who have pets that are cows and pigs and see meat eaters as evil I'm not saying I'm, I'm not getting into my opinions on that but what I'm saying is like when it comes to animals I mean where do you draw the line if you eat meat I that's a slippery slope I don't know oh boy do I think killing cats is wrong yes I think it's wrong I, I don't like that I wouldn't be friends with the cat killer <laughs> okay Cat killers out there, do not try to friend request Liz. <laughs> so she'll she will. I mean, you can you. still not like cats. That's fine. I'll I'll be friends with somebody if they don't like cats. That's their business. But if you kill them, you are getting blocked. <laughs> I don't like fire ants. Like if someone like really likes fire ants, I mean, that would be interested if someone's really into fire ants. <laughs> but um, I also just like like Liz of like your idea of. Oh, you know, she saves the universe. I can just imagine being like, okay, here's a contract that you have to sign. You can have no friends, <laughs> no vacation time. You must work all the time. It just, he has to fill this ridiculous contract. Expecting kids? Nope, that's the contract. Not having kids, not getting married. Is no. that what you're expecting? That she just signs some sort of contract that she can't be no, happy? I, no, I, that would not be my choice for her. Winter Soldier <laughs> would was not have a contract. Nazi Germany. But, you know. No, he's an so Avenger. You're, you're, I, I don't know anything about <laughs> the Avengers. Damn. I mean, heck, I think Albert Einstein was a Nazi at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, so, so what would you expect? Like, hey, you saved the universe. Well, time to get executed. And they just shoot her and kill her. I mean, I, because of the work that she did do, I mean, being a prisoner to the system and doing their work and still being able to be out and about. Like shooting bad guys and stuff. So fine. she's like an unpaid cop. You wanted to be. Yeah, with no time off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. I I personally I. <sighs> don't get me wrong. I feel like this character would want that because she even says at one point one of the dialogues she says is, "I am beyond redemption, but not retribution." See, so that, even she says she's not like she's unforgivable. But that's a, that's the thing. When I hear stuff like that, then I start to feel bad, and I like things black and white. I don't want to feel like. Uh, but that's the thing. Like I, a death penalty. I don't know. I I do when you when you said that. I don't like that you said that because now I'm like <laughs> now there's a gray area. I'm like maybe she should do some prison time or maybe yeah. that. But I mean, like, it, for, but if somebody out there had like a friend or family member that was on that planet, I don't think that they would want that. Like, you know what I mean? I just. But that's the whole purpose of this game, too. She's not seeking forgiveness. She meets survivors, and she says, "Like, I don't expect you to forgive me. Like, that's not what I'm seeking. I'm seeking just to help, and I'm seeking to end like the evil that's going on." Because honestly, the worst punishment for her would be the guilt. Yeah, and I know that as well. In which that's what she's like struggling with the entire game, which I do agree. It kind of gets a little. But I also feel like that's why I feel like this isn't believable because I don't think that somebody capable of killing, uh, like however many billion people, is going to feel bad. How can you think of all those like kids and you know grandparents and and cats, (laughs) and then and do that and then be like, do you know I feel guilty now? That's why I, I don't think I can really wrap my head around this character and I don't understand it and I think it's unbelievable. So, yeah. but again, like I, I know I'm judgy about it. I did have a, a story question though. Okay. 
So there's when I was playing, something weird happened with is it is it Ray or Re R E Re Um, when it comes to her, there was something like not suspicious, but something weird that came up with her. And then she started talking to her, but then I guess I drove too closely to you know a quest. And it cut off the dialogue. Was, did something happen with her? Is she good? Is she bad? She's Is it, good. Okay, because I was confused because it got to a point where just like something weird had happened with her, and I was like, "Oh, is she a bad guy?" And it just cut out, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I won't know." <laughs> I, I will say I caught the weird vibe at the beginning that there was something weird about Sav. Like she was just all like who is Free's husband, and she would just kind of always be very like I don't know. It was like guarded about everything he said. But I don't know. At the same time, everything they indicate is he was a good person and Ray is a good person. And No. I- well, oh. there's side quests. Um, so I'll probably just edit this out so I can tell you guys. So you find out that... Oh, I probably did and- that and just didn't catch it because I wasn't paying attention. It- yeah. And even too later on, you even kind of... Okay. But yeah, I'll edit that out. Uh, so yeah, there's there's some stuff to that, Keith. But uh, yeah, I wanted to go back to what kind of what you said, Keith, and I fully agree. My biggest complaint is how flat these characters are because there no one gets out of a ship. The only time the cutscenes you see a person, you see Nara, and it's when she's usually getting a right and she's you know walking through a corridor, and it's just it's just usually her. Most of the dialogue are you see a picture, a portrait picture of a person talking. And only a handful of people have human faces. 90% of the portraits you see are people with helmets. So people are legitimately faceless characters. So I agree with you, Keith. I had no connection with any of these people. I didn't do you think wish- about that, but you're 100% right. That It's just like, it's very, like, not natural when you just kind yeah, of... They look like robots. Pull up and like, you know, well, there's that. And it's weird, like... How many games or RPGs, I guess, where you can be in dialogue and you just kind of run in circles around them while they're talking to you or you're talking to them? But I don't know, something about just being in a spaceship while you kind of float around and like drift yeah. away from them as they're talking to you or vice versa it just seems weird. Like more of them yeah. should be even just brief cutscenes of like you walking onto their ship. Like just give me that. Like, cut to me walking to the ship and then the ships parked next to each other while I hear the dialogue or something. <laughs> even if yeah, Or have the portraits animated. animated. Because even then, the, the portraits aren't animated. No, so they people, just do like, the It'll weird, just like, be their picture going, ah, like if they're dying. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, they like, just I put like care. a weird fuzz so it like gives yeah. it some animation. But yeah, there's, there's nothing to it. I was thinking really more about the dialogue, but that whole piece of it as well just adds another layer of like zero depth. <laughs> so I know this probably goes against the vibe of the game, but I mean, that's vibe the thing check. that I didn't like, but I <laughs> was wondering, do you guys think that it would be better if there was like humor or like, do you know, I also like are these people going around not listening to music, not like, you know, I feel like if you're in like a really dark situation, there needs to be somebody that's cracking jokes. <laughs> and so for me, it just, Hey, like, I know you killed a billion of people. But look nobody at this. knows do, that. Do, do, no, do, do. no, nobody no, knows that. What do we there. mean? It's going across it's the planet you killed. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hundred million dead babies, and they're all by your hand. Do, 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 do. For instance, like Re could have been like, maybe like they could have made her a funny character or something. You guys don't think it needed some comic relief? No, I, I, I don't. Because this game was, and I'm glad. Honestly, I'm glad they didn't because it's like. 
I, you like the moping? No, I don't, it's not that I like the moping, <laughs> but I, I like a consistent like theme to a game. And there's it's I, I complain about it constantly, is how many times games are like very serious, and then there's just someone throws in like a fart joke or something, and you're just like, well, where did that come See, from? See, I like, love that. Not, Give yes, me some- I mean, <laughs> I love a good fart joke, true. But it just... In a game like this, where your your main theme is that your main character is a mass murderer trying to redeem herself by killing the people who got her to kill billions of people, I just don't... I wasn't looking for a laugh. Exactly. Well, let me ask you a question that you kind of bring up, Keith. If you're driving a, uh, a sentient vehicle, is it considered impolite to fart in them? I mean, that's a very good question. <laughs> I think it all depends. Is this like the weapon from Halo Infinite, where it's got sensors that it can smell, or is it just a computer program? Because if it's just a computer, let's, let's program, say like Optimus Prime. If you're driving an Optimus Prime, like I don't know, do can Optimus Prime smell? I don't. I don't. I don't know the physiology. Would that be physiology? I guess. Yeah. I don't know the makeup of a, of a of a transformer. I just know that it's a truck and then it's a robot. I I don't know what makes them tick. So that's the thing too. Is is your character going to the bathroom? Is she going to the bathroom in the spaceship? Doubtful. I don't know. How long does this game take place over? I mean, is it like a couple weeks? Do you do this in like twenty four hours? I'm sure she makes stops. You know. I mean, you do go into the haven every once in a while, but you never see her leave the ship. That's true. Maybe she gets out and takes takes a little little potty break when when you go to upgrade your ship. But yeah, I I'm I don't think this game needed it. And honestly, I kind of liked the. The lack of music, too. Uh, maybe this is a little early, but I, I liked the lack of really a lot of music. Of just kind of you're floating through space. You hear your ship. You hear the other ships. You hear people talking, and that's that's it. In space, no one can hear you scream or, or something like that. See, I just, like, I, I completely disagree. I feel like it needed something to break up, like, just her her talking. and like, But I think, like, too, like, I mean... Not just her talking. Her whisper talking. Mm. Her oh, her like in, in her voice. thoughts. In oh, her thoughts. that got annoying. No, but that's what I mean. Like, I definitely feel like they needed something other than than what she was providing. Yeah. Even if it was just someone who was like bubbly or like just something opposite of her. Because I feel like it just like it was just like one tone. Yeah. And I, I can't stand it. Even with like movies and stuff. It just like, yeah, it doesn't have to be humor, but it has to be something. I kind of agree with a little bit. Because like it was kind of annoying. Because like the inside voice was kind of getting annoying of her just being like, "Hey, I like telling a person, hey, I will do that thing," but the voice goes, "But I really won't." Just like it was constant. Every time she was having some sort of dialogue, there would always have to be some sort of contextual whisper voice of, "But not really. I'm not going to do that." And it's just like, okay. Yeah, she kind of like, had the inner on. voice of a toddler. Like, yeah, gonna... it was every time. I, so I, I will actually, agree with that. So I kind of agree. It, I probably would have enjoyed if maybe she did crack a joke. Because, I mean, there's a lot of times I crack a joke where I'm like, I should not say that out loud. She could so, have dark humor. Yeah. I mean, she's in a dark place. She's a dark brooding person. Yes. Give me some dark humor, please. Um, but I also wanted to ask you guys. with Where's another planet I could kill? <laughs> with the like it's the, the side quests and so not side quests i think some of them were part of the main mission where you have to make choices because like when you go up to um when you go up to something it'll like say you hit a to yeah, interact you accept the mission, yeah. well i was doing that and i didn't realize i was giving a choice 
and I, I just hit A, and then like I looked and I was like, oh crap! And I, I, I exited out of the game. Do you want to kill in. this oh, whole second I, planet? Oh, well, no, oh, Liz. I had to re. Oh. No, no, I had to. Did you murder some kittens? I had to redo so much because I exited out because I didn't want to kill somebody. Mm. I'm a decent person. I suffered playing said, more yes, of the game. first said, yes, I will murder those kittens. Real life does not but let you reload. I know it was the one where you can either like kill or the pirate. The pirate yeah, spare are, the pirates or kill the pirates. Yeah. And I was just like mashing and I was like, oh crap, that was a decision. I, I went back and played so much of the game over again. The safe's decent. How convenient. So you're but I didn't kill forgiveness because no, you can reload. I did not kill them. I exited out before my character <laughs> killed them, actually. Thank you very much. But uh, I was just curious, like, I mean, is there really, like, does it really affect it? Because, for instance, like, it was The big like, picture, no. But the mission, yes. Well, because it was like, oh, we, we really could have used those, those shields. Like, thank yeah. you. So, like, but I was wondering if, like, something bad happened if you don't keep the pirates. Is it, if it's harder. Or, yeah, it's harder. You don't have a shield. Or do people get mad at you? Mm-hmm. Or judge you? you For like, the rate? mission. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I usually just go, uh, is there an achievement for it? No. All right. Whatever. Do what I want. And in that case, yeah, yeah. I just kind of, I just, just figured, yeah, they'll help us. And I don't know. If not, we'll blast them to bits too. And it'll just be one more ship I have to fight. Um, but I do partly, um, maybe if I, if I, I don't know if I'm transitioning too early to gameplay, but I, I wanted to fight more. That was all I wanted to do. So in, in a sense, I was hoping they were going to turn on me and it was just one more big ship to fight. When you learn how to teleport, that just changes the gameplay. Every time you get a new ability, it changes the gameplay. So, okay. So I really first want to ask you, Liz, because we've okay. played a good amount of games where you are in zero G, you know, where you are usually kind of floating around. And you have always talked about how much you hated those segments. So this entire game is essentially floating around in a spaceship. Did you actually like the gameplay? Yeah. I, I know one you thing- struggled at first, right? You know, I actually think it's pretty noob friendly. Oh. Uh, one thing that I struggled with, and it's always in games like this, is how to get my plane not sideways when I'm just like drifting along. And well, so you know I'd you... hit left bumper and sometimes it would level me out. If you click right it stick, wouldn't. it levels you out. You didn't See, know that? no, it was bothering me too. Ah. It's like, yeah, it was really bothering me. It, sometimes it would automatically do it or like if I yeah. twirled around. I think, like, also with the scanning system, it makes it so much easier. There are some times where, like, I saw a, um, some, like, a packet, a yep. package of credits, and it would be, like, kind of annoying to navigate in. I'd get it. I actually think that this is one of the easier flying games, and I thought that yeah. the combat, I played on easy, and I'm glad that I did, because there were some times where, before I got the teleporting, where I'd have to be stationary to really aim, so, uh, and it didn't, like, penalize me too much. You said that it was a lot easier on easy. And it was I- too easy. Watching you play on easy, I was like, this looks boring, because literally no one shot you. Literally, people are just floating around, and you're just shooting targets, and I'm like, this is way too easy. No, I I felt like the difficulty spikes, it, it did vary a lot when okay. I was playing. I, I mean, I did die, but there were times where like, if there were like six regular enemies, no problem. Yeah. And But it was more like when you get the ones with the shields and then like, or like there's a big ship and like all the turrets are shooting you yeah. and the enemies. That's when like, I, I didn't do as well, but I, I, it was easy, but I needed that because I, I didn't want to hate the game yeah. and playing on easy made me like it more. What did you play on Keith? Uh, I think whatever the default was, so normal, I think. Yeah, I did medium as well. Yeah. One. Oh, sorry. Oh, what, what I what I love about Chorves is 
is exactly what you said, is it does something that we typically, at least I say we, I know me, and I think you, you've also complained about this, Andrew, is that it's the, oh, you just got to play, you know, four hours of this game, and then it gets really good. Now, you do have to play play like an hour, two maybe, to get, I think, the, the first ability, the blank ability, and that is really where it gets good. Um, it's, I thought it got good as soon as you got your ship. The drift true. ability to me was awesome. That is true. That that is nice. I I just didn't feel like I had as much fun until I got the blink. And the thing is, oh, is yeah. it wasn't like I was even struggling to have fun before that. I was still enjoying it. And I think I agree with Liz. I think this is a one of the more friendly, like zero G control games we've played. I think by default it has quite a few accessibility options sort of on. Um like one of them I actually notice is that can it Basically, the the hitbox is you can adjust it to smaller or larger, and the default is the largest setting. So you actually have to oh. turn it down if you want to make it more precise. But it actually gives you a pretty forgiving hitbox when you're when you're trying to aim at enemies. And so when you're if you're not great at the flying, it helps make up for that a lot. Um, but but you're so right, Andrew. It's just like every new ability made the game that much more fun and i didn't find myself like oh now i'm only going to use this now because this is now the most powerful skill or i'm only going to fight enemies that need this i still found myself using blink and drift and all of the skills it just becomes so much more of like a dance but not in a souls like way but just in like a i don't know just so fun smooth rhythmic way yeah but my favorite like uh eventually you get the right of the storm which shoots a lightning and it disables people and they literally drift in space and you can actually have them drift into a wall and it's an instant kill. I had so much fun just doing that with people, like basically playing chicken, going head on head on someone, zapping them and watching them crash into a wall. It was so fun. But um, to explain a little bit more of the gameplay of Chorus, uh, well, I guess to hot tip, as Keith was kind of saying, keep doing the main missions until you get your ship. And then start doing the side quests because the gameplay really opens up when you finally get your main ship. But course is actually kind of an open world. You know, you are actually in a relatively big asteroid field. You, you know, there are side quests that are populate the area, points of interest. There's little trinkets you can get that'll give you credits in which you can spend at the store to upgrade your ship, get new weapons, get new abilities. Uh, so you have this kind of open area of what you want to do and how you can kind of play with it. But as I said, just go, just keep doing the main missions until you get your ship. Because then you get the drift ability. That's like your first ability, and it's a lot of fun. Essentially, you could be going forward, but you can rotate your ship's body backwards and shoot enemies that are like chasing you. It's just a ton of fun, and you could do some really cool, fun maneuvers with it. I never got good at that. Well, oh, that- it was so fun. Because I also loved being able to do it to like turn sharply. Like you're heading into a wall and just drift and then just like boost the other direction. It's, uh, it's just really cool. And I feel but, like yeah, the, the ability is, it's what makes this so different than so many other games like it, is that yeah, so many it's not games a generic just, shooter. You know, it goes on very real, much more realistic graphics or uh, physics, and that's like, oh, you're going forward in space. You're going forward until you're basically not. This is like, eh, have some flexibility with it. And it just, it makes yeah. it so much more fun. Yeah. But the, the abilities in this game are just a ton of fun. So the game is actually relatively long. You're looking between 14 to 18 hours. 
And as I said, like when I first started playing this, I thought like, oh, this is just a generic space shooter, you know, story about a cult, like, okay, whatever. And it's like, yeah, as soon as I got the ship and got that drift ability, I was like, okay, this is cool. But yeah, like you said, Keith, when you got that blink ability, I was like, this is awesome. It literally teleports you directly behind the target you're looking at and it lines you up on a shot. So if you have a strong weapon, you can take them out in like one hit. So much fun. But I agree with what you said earlier, Keith. I wanted more fighting. There's a just a handful of times where it had this big epic space battle of you fighting like a cruiser. And those are so much fun, but they were so short-lived and there wasn't enough of them. I wanted to fight bigger, badder ships and like I wanted these bigger moments. There's one mo- there's a couple of moments where you have like your armada versus another armada and it's and it's a lot of fun. And yeah, I wish those moments were more in the game. Yeah, and but it, for the most part, it's a lot of just little targets you're shooting here and there. Like, well, and, and only like a, it's a very minor point, I guess, on there. But with those bigger battles, what was really fun about it is that some of the cult, like what the cult would do, is they had mind control, and so they would start taking over portions of the stations that you were you were trying to defend or whatever it may be, and you could actually kill off the mind control and then the turrets would start shooting at the enemies instead of shooting at you or you could just destroy the turrets and then you know they were useless for everybody but i wanted to have more like strategy behind how i attacked those situations just because yeah. it would have been more just another layer of fun yeah i wish there was more ai fighting with you like i thought it would be cool to have like a squadron with you and like kind of i just wish there was like bigger space battles was, is my biggest thing Majority of the time, you're kind of by yourself. I don't know if I wanted like a big space battle. I kind of liked it the way that it was. Really? You thought yeah. it was just perfectly paced? Um, yeah, but I, I feel like be, <laughs> it was because I don't really like space games that much that I liked that, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't think I really wanted a big space battle. <laughs> I actually, I wanted to ask with, so when you're going to uh, like buy stuff, I felt like playing easy. I had too much money where like I didn't really have like a lot of gun upgrades. Yeah. I was waiting for them to the kind of come limited. in. Yeah. Because there was these things that you can buy for your ship. There's three slots and they're all like level one. So I went there a couple times throughout the game and I was just like, there's nothing I want to buy. It gets more stock. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. Like for instance, it'll have like a level three gun or like it'll go up like that, but it took a long time for it. Yeah. But for me, it's like, if I'm going out of my way to get these extra credits, it's just like, I want something to buy that will make the, like, that'll make it more fun. Like that I can really kind of like customize my ship or something. Yeah. So for me, like that, I think that would have been fun gameplay wise. Yeah, I agree. I wish there was a little more customization with your ship, you know, because you have these like three utility slots and then you have three different weapons. You have a laser, a Gatling gun and a missile launcher, which the missiles good against armor. Gatling guns good against the hull. The laser is good against shields. So like you have these weapons that you can kind of quickly swap in the middle of a battle to try to take out the weaknesses of enemies. But I, I agree. I wish there was a little more customizations because just those three slot things you have, like or make it so I can have more, like, yeah, like upgrade, or, and like so, so. That's what I felt like was kind of missing. Where just like I, like why even get the credits? Yeah, because like some items have set bonuses of like oh if you like this is the guardian set. If you have multiple pieces of the guardian set, you get these perks. But I don't know. A lot of them were just kind of like oh this these things work for the missile. Like it will improve your missile launcher. But you're swapping between all your weapons so much that I never wanted to be like oh I'm only going to focus on the missile launcher because. You're not going to hot swap these things in the middle of a fight. 
to just fight the few people with the armor and then oh now I'm gonna use my Gatling gun, let me swap those items out. I don't know. Just the slot stuff, I I do agree. I feel like the customization was kinda lacking in the shop was a little underwhelming, but yeah, I just, the weapons themselves are fun. Yeah, I just kinda I kinda went with whatever set I I had. Um, like I think I was using the wolf set by the end or werewolf set. Yeah, I like the wolf set. Yeah, it, it like you said. I mean, I think it all upgraded the missiles, but it, I wasn't really worried about that. It was the extra perks that it gave me from the set that I was like, okay. And the weapon that came along with it was cool. But I, yeah. it, I kind of cut you off as you were saying it. But I, I agree where I think you were going with it is that the weapons are really cool in this game because of the fact that yes, you have these three presets. And I guess a lot of games do this in some way. You know, you have three types of weapons and then different variations of them all. But I felt like they were all so different that aside from really like the power levels of them, I kind of liked playing with all of them for different reasons because they just all did different things and they're all fun. Yeah, but they also like changed their style. So like the Gatling gun, for example, you know, it's like I said, it's good against killing Hull. It's, you know, normally it's a generic Gatling gun, just shoots bullets, but like you can get variations of it. Like one of them I got was kind of a three round burst battle rifle. So it had better range. It hit harder, but it would overheat faster. Eventually I got another version where it was like essentially like a shotgun. It was super close range, but it would just shred anything that was close range. And the same with like the missile launchers will change, you know, basic missiles, or you could have it turn into a shotgun of clusters of missiles, or I think you can even do a mine one. There's one that can leave a radiation cloud. Like they have these different types of like how they'll work and it always makes up the gameplay. And uh, that's what I think that really just impressed me with chorus or, or chores is, uh, how just these small changes kept me going. Cause when you think about it, like talk about the game now, it is a pretty repetitive. A lot of the side quests are a lot of the same things. You're kind of visiting relatively samey looking places, but just the, the abilities and the weapons just, I was having a ton of fun with. Did you guys like the, the memories that you stumble upon? No, they got a little annoying. I felt like, visually you didn't see enough and then sometimes i kind of didn't really know what was going on and i just kind of like you know was like do i stay here do i because like oh the screen gets all like what is it blue and like yeah so for me i just like i felt like i wanted to see like a like an image i guess so like the memories as liz is saying is essentially they're like audio logs that you find in just about any other game there are these glowing orbs. You go up to them, you press A, you kind of, your character sees a glimpse of the past of what happened here. But yeah, they're always stationary. It's always ships being stationary and talking. And I agree, like they just usually didn't give enough context. And once again, the people were faceless and I didn't care. <laughs> so you hear these stories of people getting attacked and dying and I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. Who is this faceless person? I don't know. You know, it's a weird trade-off though. And I don't know how much I appreciate this or not. Because you were talking about how sometimes you're just you know, going from point A to point B. Because I was thinking about it. And one of the things I didn't like is there's really not a lot of fast travel in the game. But... There is some. <clears throat> well, I, there is some. But I'm saying a lot. Like, in yeah. terms of, okay, I got to get from here to there. I can't just jump to this spot. And then I'm close enough that it's quicker... You just had to go from point A to point B for the most part, unless you were going to one of those jump spots. 
Um, well, you know, you could jump to a jump gate even if yes. you're not going through a jump gate, right? Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, unless I was in an area where I was like, oh, that thing is right next to the jump gate, I'll go to the gate and then I'll go there. But my biggest point is that what I what I think or what I like the most is that there's no load times in like, and I'm on a Series X, so I don't know yeah. if it's doing it. But like, if you jump to another star section, doesn't load. If you die, no load screens. And I think that's because. There's some, but it's like, it's quick. Yeah. It, yeah. When you're traveling, like you kind of see you warping through. Yeah. But that, and like, it kind of uses time. that it's as quick. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess it uses that cut scene as the, the load time, but there's no actual like cut load screen that I can think of. If you die, there's a little load time too. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it feels like you're just kind of always in the game. And I, and I feel like yeah. I appreciated that even though there was times where I'm just like, all right, well that's. 70 kilometers away, it's going to take me at least I don't know, a minute and a half. But you could typically just kind of go in a straight line, and then I could go grab a drink or a snack. And as long, yeah. as, long as I'm back in 30 seconds, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Keith, you, you mentioned that you enjoyed that there was kind of lack of music. I kind of disagree. Like, I enjoyed the ambiance that this game is going, but I would love some epic space battle music like going on. There's some but it's not great. It's nothing I would be like, I need to listen to this on Spotify. I felt like they could have done a much better job conveying like epic space battles with the music. Yeah, I can see that. And, but I think, I don't know. Is that, is that just cause you're so accustomed to say like halo where you have a big space so. battle. And when when, I'm, when I'm playing a sci-fi yeah. game, I'm expecting a big sci-fi opera. Like, I feel like that wouldn't have fit. I mean, I feel like I'm disagreeing with you guys a lot on the the music uh, this episode, but it's just like I mean, even with like the the moodiness of the of the game, they didn't even really have anything that tried to make you feel sad, which I thought was interesting. Because I mean, the, the the game is just dark. Her character is like miserable. They don't even have like music to make you feel more miserable you know do you know how like if you're sad you listen to sad music so for me i, di- I didn't understand like why it didn't go in that direction but i, don't, I feel like it would have been weird having like epic battle music and he's chanting monks let's be honest you're doing a space <laughs> game you need some chanting monks i just i don't know I, I i i feel like the the lack in music it can it just contributed it fit the tone of the game. The game's called Chorus, and you don't have a chorus singing ever. That's a good point. I, that's I, a good I'll point. give you that, but it's that's the, the whole the whole chorus though is them in chorus. They they attack in chorus essentially. Um, they murder. They attack billions, in chorbs. They mi- <laughs> mi- murder billions of people in chorbs together. <laughs> together in chorbs. So that, maybe that's why, but man, maybe that's what it was. They just all gather around the planet and they just sing so loud and terrible that it just destroys the planet in chorves. <laughs> but it is weird because there's numerous times where people are talking about hearing a song. Like, I can hear the void. Like, there's this song. But, like, you're not really getting much. And it's just like, oh, this is a little disappointing. But uh, I will say, I think the voice acting is decent. Yeah, it's just the writing doesn't back it up. That's really the biggest yeah. issue. Yeah. I'm, fine. I'm fine with it overall. Again, I I know you guys don't like deep, broody Nara there. I, I couldn't care less. I think she did a fine job acting, or voice acting. I think Forza was good. I think all of the characters were well done. They just weren't saying anything of interest. I, I found Nara's face to be a little weird sometimes. Uh, like some of the emotions I felt like weren't 
captured right and her animations were a little wonky. Yeah. She's always like I, I saw it. I didn't finish it. I watched the it's ending. Sad. Um and I, I agree like there were certain scenes that I was just like, that that didn't do hundred percent of a good yeah. job there. But uh, they did a but overall, fantastic job with her eyes. Like like yeah. in the cutscenes it didn't cross over into that like ugh, creepy level and they were like there's just some of them the scenes that were actually just like I was like wow like that was right about that was her teeth. you got lost in her eyes I did well there was one you of them I like, the I like paused real quick because I don't know one of the kids was doing something and so I had to I, I paused it and it was on a cut scene and it was just her like looking up at something and I was just like oh wow they did a really good job with her eyes I know. it's so dreamy it did so dreamy Keith likes those dark brooding girls um, overall I liked the look of her though yeah like, I definitely think like they did a good job with her and the I, spacesuit looked cool the ship looked awesome I was gonna say what do you think about like the spaceships and the temples and stuff so okay a small detail that I really liked I don't know if you guys noticed but anytime your spaceship talked there was a glowing blue light on the top of your ship that was like mimicking its voice did you guys ever notice that? You think I noticed something like that? <laughs> <laughs> so anytime, yeah, Forza was talking, a little light was kind of shining on the top of the ship that was yeah, rep- representing his voice. I thought that was a really kind of interesting touch. Yeah, I but didn't notice that no, at all. But I thought the ship was cool. My, But complaining about the ships, though, why did every civilian ship look the same? Every single one was driving that same looking cruiser. That got irritating. Like, the lack of variety when it came to the civilian ships was really annoying. They all had a 1987 Toyota Corolla. But that's honestly kind of what it was. It was like the Toyota Corolla of spaceships. It was super kind of generic looking. They need a Toyota like, Come on. in space. <laughs> that's what this whole game's actually about. The cult's trying to get to Toyota Thon. That's, that's what you really find out. The cult of Toyota but, Thon. But the enemy ships, like, they varied. They actually had a good, like, decent amount of, like, different ships. But it's just, like, civilian ships? No. Just the same kind of generic-looking thing. Yeah. It's a valid point. Uh, But, like, the environments themselves, like you were saying, Liz, the temples I thought were cool because they were very geometric. Mm -hmm. Like, it very much was, like, I don't know. the, The environments themselves... We're kind of the same, though. You're doing a lot of going through asteroids. Sometimes it's an icy asteroid. You know, sometimes it's kind of a darker, you know, tar-looking asteroid. But all the environments themselves kind of look the same. It wasn't until the end where you finally got to, like, a metropolis. And it was like, oh, this is kind of a cool area. But, yeah, I thought the environments were kind of samey. Well, I mean, one thing I did like as far as, like, aesthetic was when you fought the Void, which, I don't know what your thoughts were on that fight or... I think I'm guessing. Oh, the wrong. boss fight. I was gonna say, I think it, there might be one more boss fight that I could figure that I didn't get to, but, um, but I I don't know. I liked the the like traversal through the arms, and oh and, yeah, and, and like various points in the game where it does that too, where it puts you into these like tight knit areas, and it really puts you on. And you gotta go fast. Yeah, like speed and navigation, and those were some of the hardest moments I for me at least, but I think also some of the most fun. It it almost like. They weren't nearly as long, stressful, or or difficult, but like almost just shades of Ori in in those like chase scenes yeah. and stuff like that. So, or vibes of Ori, I guess I should say. So I, I like no, those I, a lot. I agree with that. And I thought yeah, because a couple cool moments too. when you're in the temple, 
you're being chased by in a, a monster that you cannot kill and it'll essentially kill you if you touch it. So it's just like, gotta go fast, quickly go through the temple. Yeah, I had to redo that a couple times. That was annoying. <laughs> I was like, where do I go? Because I panicked, like you know, as I do. <laughs> but uh, I also want to mention too that this game is pretty good on xCloud. I found some of the saves to be... I, the, every mission, every like side quest and main mission usually are pretty quick. Like You're usually looking between like 15 minutes or so. And some of the checkpoints aren't that great. But luckily, since the missions are so quick, like if you're playing xCloud and you have to stop, like you're not going to lose a lot of progress. But it does have a pretty decent autosave. So I actually played this game 90% on, on uh, xCloud this week. I did mostly on xCloud. And it worked very well. The only thing that kind of stinks is the text is a little small. So if you're trying to read what the perks are for some of the weapons, it can be a little difficult if you're playing on xCloud. But overall, it worked very well. Um, I highly do not recommend this game. This game does offer touch controls for xCloud, and I do not recommend that. Oh, that feels I don't awful. Know. Oh my gosh. I, I tried, because once I, I did it by accident, I was like, oh, this game actually has touch controls. Oh man. I mean, it's a like I said, it's a third-person space shooter. And, like, you are supposed to be drifting, doing these abilities, aiming your shots. Oh, it is not fun on touch controls. Yeah, and by like, the it's time a challenge. you get all the, the skills and you, you need to use them all, that could be a, a nightmare. But yeah. I, one thing I will say is that the the autosave, or I don't want to say lack thereof, but not being great, actually bailed me out. Because for whatever reason, and I think it had something to do with quick resume, my game was doing this weird glitch where like cutscenes would cut the audio out. I would watch everything. Well, oh yeah, that happened to you, Liz, didn't it? Yeah, and what? so a cutscene cut the audio out. So what happened though yeah. is I ended up beating the void, the boss there, and then I went to the next area, and my game just completely completely locked up. And so I restarted, and I had to fight the void all over again. Which I, honestly, I mean, it's really not that difficult of a fight once you actually figure out what's going on. It's it's pretty straightforward, but I, so I went, I fought it again, but what had happened was I didn't get the achievement for beating the Void the first time, but when I went back, because I had to reload, thankfully beat him, and I got it the second time, because I would have been pretty upset if I didn't get that achievement when I, yeah. it would have been two, two games in a row? No, two, uh, yeah, two games recently, where yeah. a story mission was not given to me. So Yeah, the, the achievements overall, I think I'd recommend this game for Achievement Hunters, they're all mostly story-driven. There's a couple where they challenge you a little bit, but they're very easy to do. So this game was a lot of fun to kind of play through and get the achievements. I haven't beaten it yet, and I think I'm at like 675. I don't know what you're at. You're at 695 with 34 achievements. Uh, Keith, 565 with 25 achievements, and I'm at 105 with <laughs> 9 achievements out of 42. Yeah, the, the achievements really don't start like giving them to you until about halfway through the game. Like I noticed I was playing a lot and it wasn't doing too much, but then about like halfway through the game, it was like every story mission, achievement, achievement, achievement. And I was like, all right. So there's a couple achievements that are very difficult to get because, Oh, another gameplay element we've got to mention is the game also kind of rewards how you're playing. So if you like to drift and kill enemies, you actually get masteries and it actually will improve your overall character. So, how you're playing can also work, but you're supposed to essentially master every mastery, which that's a lot of work. I do wish so they changed up not... the skills on those a little bit where it wasn't just like a increasing number every time, but again, yeah, right. Yeah, I agree though. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's get into our final thoughts here. So 
Uh, Keith, why don't you go first? Um, so if you would tell us about chorbs. Yeah, if if you had asked me for like a no information overview of of chorbs, I would have told you, I don't know, space girl go shoot maybe, because because that's kind of what it looks like. Space Girl Cry. Yeah, wouldn't have been thrilled about it. I was I was hesitant to really pick this game up. I think I was still hooked on a little bit of Civilization, maybe Rage losing at Overwatch, uh, you know, as I do. Um, but I I started playing it and it it just it grew on me so much more than I really would have thought that it would have. And I think the thing that for me is it's it's just a pure fun gameplay. The story's fine ish and and that's i guess high praise coming from me but there's nothing great <laughs> about it the, the characters are boring the dialogue is boring but the the gameplay is just so so much fun and if you're not typically into like flying games or anything like that this i won't say it will change your mind on them but i think it will give you an experience that you're just not used to having with the style so i i highly highly recommend checking this out I don't know if, if it's like a triple A studio. I don't I think there's a big studio that made this, but I don't know. The graphics were great. I think I don't know. Deep Silver Deep Silver's kind of middle. I I really honestly can't think of a lot that I didn't like about it. I I solid nine ninety. Yeah. On the nose. Yeah. So yeah, like I was very excited to play this. I, I heard some people say that it was a lot of fun. I was interested in it because, like I said, I have a, you know, growing up, I loved space shooter games, you know, and I I, I feel like there's just not many out there because, you know, they can be kind of repetitive. But I agree with Keith, like this game, just every time the gameplay just added something new, I just was roped right back in. Every time I was like, I'm getting a little stagnant with it. I was like, oh, new ability. This is awesome. And yeah, the, the story is interesting. It's, you know, it keeps you relatively engaged, but it's a bit lore heavy. Once they start talking about different roles in the cult and stuff like that, you kind of get lost, but it doesn't really matter in the end. You just know you're a character with a dark past and you're trying to right the wrongs and stop the evil. That's kind of it. But, it, you know, the dialogue between her and her ship were still interesting. The ship was the most interesting character. Yeah, I just had a lot of fun. Like, even though the side missions were very repetitive, I just loved shooting bad guys. And I, I was hoping for more epic space battles, but for what was here, I had a lot of fun with yeah, you should really check out Chorus. I I think it's a really fun time. Uh, but I'm going to give it an 87. I am going to give it a 77. I feel like <laughs> story kind of ruined it for me. It's still a game. I just, you know, I didn't like it as much as you guys did. But You're I just also... just not into video games lately. Do you know what? I, I haven't had a, a sleep in for like a week. And I was tired this week. And I just wanted to watch TV. <laughs> But in all fairness, when I was playing this, I was enjoying the gameplay. So for me, it's like I I actually really didn't mind playing it. It just it wasn't a game that took me out of that funk. You know what I mean? If there's a really good game, it doesn't matter how tired I am. It doesn't matter if I'm not in the mood for video games. I'm going to play that game. So for me, that's how I know this is kind of like a middle of the road game. I still played it, but it just didn't, you know, get me excited. Looking at Metacritic... Xbox One, TBD, and 6.2, Series X, 78, and 7.3. And then I saw this review on Polygon. You guys know that? Um, 
Cass Marshall said uh, something that I thought was interesting. Uh, the plot is full of B-movie pulp, but the game doesn't seem interested in laughing at itself. And I was just like, that's a really interesting way to look at it. Um, you guys disagree? Well, you really just wanted humor. No, I do it. She, like, this person actually made me start thinking about it. Where just like, I, I mean, I think that is kind of like a weird take on it. Um... B-movie pulp? I don't know. I can see it. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but I do kind of see where, where where they're coming from. I feel like, but if you think about it at the end of the day, when you're when you're creating a sci-fi space sh- like ship shooter game, how good of a story can you write for it? Like, the whole time you're going to be in a spaceship shooting people, like, I don't know. I feel like... It, because you're not seeing these characters and developing story. I don't know. I, I never expect a riveting story when it comes to a game like this. I just want a good gameplay. Nothing and that's what epic I got. like uh, like Star Wars. Because that's a, that's a thing. I mean, we're playing Star Wars Legos a lot. That but game. That's a, that's, you're seeing the characters and you're getting out of the ship. I mean, that's true. That's true. But if you're in a game where it's just all about being in the ship... How good of a story can you write? But would you want that? Would you want a story as complex as like Star Wars if you're playing like a shooter game? Well, I've done Star Wars like space shooter games and even their stories are still relatively generic of like kill bad guys, blow up base. There you go. But yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, please, we'd love to hear it. You can email us at gamepassgrabbing at gmail.com. Hit us up on our Facebook or Twitter at Pod. Or, you know, find us on our link tree. We have all our stuff on there, our YouTube, whatnot, Discord, and all the things. Uh, I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I've been Keith. Andrew, is this a, this was a recommendation. Is this, was this no, just a you pick? No, I picked it. Man. Yeah, I picked it. You know what? I'm going to rate Andrew this week. I'm, I'm going to give you... Ooh, I like this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You tried to spoil the storyline at one point. Um, you were a little bit sassy with Liz. That's going to lose you some extra points. I think <laughs> overall, I'd give you a solid 6 out of 10 on this week. I think you did a All pretty right. good job. The I, I think that's a... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we are not rated for that, that type of content. Liz, <laughs> please take us out. I'm Liz New, Gamer Tech, coming. I'm Dean. I don't know what just happened. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Liz New New Busy W. What? Puberty. (laughs) Puberty. Maybe. All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.